This is your host, Natalie Allport, and welcome to the All In Podcast. Today is a solo episode, which is the episodes that we do every second week in between our interviews. This answers common questions that we get from the audience, um, important topics that I really want to cover and talk about, as well as ones that have been asked about or spoken about in length on the podcast during the interview episodes. So today I want to specifically talk about what's holding you back. What's holding you back? I want to answer that question and I want to go through, you know, challenging limiting beliefs, our ego, identity, and mindset. Recently, I completed a 30 day of running challenge, which you might not think is a big thing for me because I am an athlete, but running was actually a big mental hurdle for me, for me. And I will explain more about that in this podcast. So without further ado, let's go all in. All right, so be real with me. What's holding you back? What is it that you want and why aren't you there yet? Often we think that something that's holding us back is external. Maybe it's financial, maybe it's our parents, maybe it's um, society and what we've been told or we haven't had an opportunity yet. And although all these things may be valid, it all comes down to us. It is our interpretation of those things that holds us back. Because, of course, there are things in society, in the world, with our finances, with all these different things that are individual to you that could definitely be, you know, maybe something that is holding you back, maybe something that is weighing you down in some sense. However, more often than not, we are our own worst enemy. And it is our notion of that, that, you know, that those finances are holding us back, that make us not even try and make us not get creative and figure out our own ways through it. So something that I recently did was, and and this is, will be an example that goes back to this or speaks to this, is I recently completed a 30 day of running challenge. Now, like I said, in the intro to this episode, 30 days of running as an athlete, it shouldn't be, you know, too big of a hurdle. However, running has always been a hurdle for me because it is just something that I've never been good at. When it comes to, you know, the sport of CrossFit that I compete in, I come dead last in, in running events at um, at competitions. And it's well known by, by everybody else that running is a really big weakness for me. I'm someone who doesn't pace. I go out way too hot. Uh, I just completely die in running. And I just always thought it's because I'm a sprint power speed athlete. I am a more like muscular and strong athlete. Um, so I just thought running was not my thing, especially when it comes to, you know, my sport background. I was actually good at running as a kid. Um, but then as I got into the sport of snowboarding, I was like, okay, I'm never going to run in my off season. I will do biking or other things for conditioning because snowboarding is already hard on my knees. Why would I run? Which honestly, yes, sure, some logic. But then now as I got into CrossFit, I said, okay, I have snowboarders knees, um, so I shouldn't run. However, if I need to tackle this this issue of me coming dead last in all the running workouts, as well as just I don't want anything holding me back mentally. I want to be able to run after things. I want to be, you know, 50 years old and running after my kids or whatever it is or running after my dog. I don't want anything to be holding me back. Um, and so I realized I needed to challenge this limiting belief that I had that I am not a runner and that despite the things like bad knees or um, being a sprint power speed athlete or being heavier or stronger or whatever it was, um, those things, sure, yes, I'm sure they are valid. However, 
I don't want to let them hold me back anymore from getting better at my running. Maybe it means at my very best in my running, I'm not going to have the same running capabilities as someone else. Maybe uh, someone is born with a different VO2 max than you do or whatever it is. However, unless we try and we do our very, very best to reach that actual limit, we will never know and we will let that perceived limit hold us back. This is something that I recently was reading from uh, a sports scientist and he talked about how is gen- how genetics play a role in many sports. And he specifically was referring to VO2 max. Now he's talked about how there's these outliers with crazy high VO2 maxes. Um, and many of us won't ever reach that, that VO2 max because it's only trainable to a point. However, this is the thing. Hardly anyone actually pushes themselves to reach their maximal VO2 max. It's not something that happens from running once a week or from training once a week. This is something that you got to push yourself to the very limits. And so it's something that I that I believe, obviously, gen- genetics play a, a big role in the things that we do and, and our sports and what we're more geared towards or um, where our kind of that upper ceiling is when it comes to our performance. However, so many of us let that perceived notion of, oh, I'm just built to do this or whatever, prevent us from trying when if we actually tried, how do we know if maybe we would have that that VO2 max or maybe we can push ourselves to the very ceiling and be a higher than someone else who has that genetics but hasn't ever pushed themselves to the limit to reach their max in in that uh, that sport or that domain or in that uh, VO2 max example. So Challenging our limiting beliefs, I think, is something that we should be doing on a regular basis because, at least for me, I don't want to have some limiting belief or um, my ego hold me back from doing something that I want to do or something that's good for my growth or my long-term potential. Now, of course, there's the short-term gains of running uh, in this challenge that I did is that I want to get better in the sport of CrossFit. And with my shoulder injury that I'm going through right now, running is something that I can do and can work on and a weakness that I can improve um, while I'm not, I'm not able to train my upper body or at least use my, my right arm. However, in the long term, like I said, I want to be able to run after my kids uh, in the long term future. Uh, I want to keep running after my dog. I just, you know, if someone invited me to go trail running or do something or had an opportunity, uh, I want to be able to have that and be able to do that and not have it hold me back in any sort of way. So I definitely recommend if you can or have the opportunity to think about a limiting belief that you have, maybe write a ton of them down, take out a piece of paper after this episode, write down a list of all these thoughts that you've had or these limiting beliefs that you had or reasons why uh, you can't do something that you want to do. And even if it's you don't want to run, but for example, you're like, okay, that is something that I've always believed. Do I need to run for my sport or anything? No, but maybe it's something I just want to never hold me back in the future. If it is something I decide to do, um, not to be able to do do it in the moment would definitely suck. So write down all those limiting beliefs that you might have and then make a plan to challenge them. And for me, I have realized, although I am huge on you know mindset and the power of thought, in this scenario, I think it's action that gets us over the hurdle much faster than thought. The thought will follow the action. So that's why for me, I had to run every single day as part of this challenge because it was the action of doing it that got me to a point where over time, I actually started to enjoy it. I actually started to get a passion for it, which is what's gonna keep me going with actually working on it. 
it also is what made me challenge the belief and, and finally get through the point where, oh, I actually could get better at this and improve. However, if I just try to think about it every single day and change my mind, it's going to take a long time. And because I'm not actually seeing progress or doing action towards it, there's going to be that anxiety there. There's going to be that limit. There's still going to be that limiting belief there. So you got to actually take that step and take an action to overcome that limiting belief. And that is where, uh, the, you know, that's where growth lies. And it's, it's uncomfortable. Our ego is scared because our ego wants to protect us. We have an identity and we want to stay within that identity. When we go out and try new things, especially things that we're not good at, all of a sudden our identity is questioned. Am I this natural born athlete? Am I this natural born scholar? Am I this or that, right? But I think it is very healthy and very good for growth to go out and challenge those things. Otherwise, we never know. And we stick with the exact same identity and let our egos protect us in the safe world of who we think we should be when maybe there's much more that we're destined to become or to do. And I think that mindset and going through a challenge like that, for me, it was very physical. Um, and I think that's a cool way where the physical can train the mental. You go out, you attack it. And, you know, all it took for me was 30 days now I'm down to running maybe three times a week because in 30 days you can't really uh, actually improve your running that that much because every day I can't go super hard because I need to make sure I'm recovered and able to run the next day. But it was for me the mindset of learning to love it and to challenge that limiting belief. And now I have the motivation and the ability mentally and physically to take on an actual running program that's going to work on my weaknesses and attack it. So... Uh, going out and doing those physical challenges will really transform your mind. And that's why I just love physical training, whether you're an athlete or not. I think we all should be doing some sort of physical training, not just for our health, but for the, the benefits it has mentally and for transforming the way that you look at yourself and the world and um, just are humbled every single day by taking on these challenges with your physical body and going through the tough moments where you want to quit, you want to stop, and you have to learn how to push through. So, you know, to sum up this episode, I know it was a short one, but I think that's the goal is just, you know, I want you guys to take some time outside of just listening to this episode and actually put it into action, which is I'm challenging you with spending some time right now if you can or later, um, but just as long as you still have that motivation and that drive to do it, writing down some of those limiting beliefs and things you're holding that's hold that are holding you back, sorry, and pick one, pick, pick that top one. What's, what's the most important one to you right now? Maybe it's the scariest one, or maybe it's just a small step, small step forward. That's a good start. And then make a plan to challenge it. And it doesn't have to be, you know, for me, it didn't have to be, okay, I need to get a running program and do this because that actually was something that held me back. Trying to find the right, perfect program and the perfect coach and this and so on was something that held me back from actually just taking action. So do something and set a goal uh, a habit goal or a consistency goal that makes you be able to take action within like the next day if possible. And then just start. You don't have to wait for a Monday. You don't have to wait for the first of a month. Just start. I promise you, you will feel so much better when you've challenged some of those limiting beliefs and it will create a cycle of wanting to challenging more and more of those limiting beliefs. And I can tell you this much, it is contagious. When you see somebody else challenging their limiting beliefs and things they thought that they couldn't do, other people will follow suit as well. And I think that just makes for such a better world in general. Other people attacking their identities and their ego and their limiting beliefs. If we can free everyone up to do what they want to do and not let their, anything hold them back, I think that just 
makes for a better world and a better life. So appreciate you taking the time to listen. Hope that you practice that episode or that exercise and put it into action. If you do, make sure to tag us on Instagram at the All In Project and at Natalie Allport. And I look forward to seeing you guys get after this as well as make sure to leave some questions, send DMs. If you have any other podcast episode ideas or questions or topics that you want covered by myself or by the guests and the interview athletes and coaches that we have on. We have some great episodes coming up. The next episode actually is all about identity and it is with a mental performance coach who works with Olympians and athletes and people of all walks of life. And it is uh, an amazing episode. I know I say that for all the episodes, but it's definitely a must listen. So I know you guys will love that. And it goes hand in hand with this episode. Hey, I think that the greatest gift in life is presence. So thank you so much for gracing me with your presence of tuning in to this episode. Now, something that I would appreciate a ton and would help this podcast keep growing is if you, one, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media so more people can find the podcast and hopefully we can help impact more people. As well as number two is if you can leave a rating and a written review. That means so much. And once again, thank you for being here.